Hi, Steve. Hi, Lauren. How, how's it going? It's going good. Very good. I know we have your mom with us too, Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. Hello, Lauren. How are you? Doing well. So I want to tell everyone first how we were connected. We basically have a mutual friend uh, through Paola. I actually have not spoken to her since high school. But she reached out because you have an incredible story, to say the least. Um, I know that you all are working on a um, documentary, and we want to help you get your story out, get the message out, because it is extremely powerful. So I want to give you the floor to just tell your story, and then I'll ask all the questions I have after. But I just want you to kind of have room to share with us your story kind of from start to finish okay it's a long story that's okay (laughs) i'll try my best um i've I've always been healthy like active and all that um i played football uh in college and and i got invited to the Minnesota Vikings camp, uh, rookie invite. So, um, that too. Um, uh, I've always played football and, um, and, um, I, uh, on no, uh, November. 2017th I was early uh, early November um, I kind of noticed something funny with my body because I always ran uh, Tuesdays and one uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays and I noticed something funny on my body. Um, and, uh, I went to the hospital that day and I found out I had cancer. Um, and I was really, really shocked. And, um, my first chemo treatment was December 4th and, uh, it was a 12-week program, chemo treatment, and it took a toll on me. Um, and it, uh, my last day of chemo treatment was fe- February 21st. And I was all good, like feeling good and stuff. And then uh, I later on in in um, early May 
I started feeling weird on my right arm. And uh, then I went back to my uh, oncologist to have a MRI done. And then that's when I found out that that's when I found out that tumors were growing in my brain. Um, so I went to see the sh- surgeon and um, he scheduled me, but I didn't make make it to the date because um, I had a very, very bad seizure and um, I got rushed to the hospital and uh, I had the seizure prematurely. Uh, No, I had the surgery prematurely. Um, and then, uh, then I came out, um, of the hospital a few days later and I I was just thanking God to get me through that. Um, um, and then a few weeks later or, or a month later to be exact, I had another seizure, which turned out to be a stroke. And, and, uh, um, uh, I was very, when I woke up, um, I had, I couldn't move my uh, right side. So, um, uh, I couldn't speak or move my right side for seven days. And, uh, that's when I switched hospital, switched hospitals. Um, I was switched out of Cleveland Clinic to Memorial South. Uh, I had a extensive 14 extensive um, um, physical therapist and a um, occupational therapist therapy excuse me um, for 14 days um, I woke up every day thankful to still be alive and um, I felt so good after I got out of the um, Memorial South and um, I uh, a few weeks after that or a month excuse me I had my three uh, third crane on me but I was lucky to have it, my tumor on top of my head 
so it didn't affect affect me um, that mu- much. But I was in a dark, dark, dark place, and um, and um, then I had um, and then uh, I went back to my grandma's apartment and um and um sorry i'm talking talking uh too much but uh, no you're not at all um (laughs) and what um lauren yes uh steve after his he mentioned his seizure um this in june of 2018 the seizure um, caused bled the tumor in his head bled and mm. that's what caused the hemorrhagic stroke on his oh, right oh, side I'm... got it and uh that was like he said a month to the date right and then that's when as he mentioned he switched hospitals um left cleveland clinic and went to memorial and in august that's when the tumors came back and he had his third craniotomy. Got it. And is now that basically the final procedure yeah. that happened? And since then you've basically been doing therapy? Uh, no. I had many, many seizures after that. Oh, no. In, in September of 2018, after the third craniotomy, the tumors came back. Yeah. Oh. And he started chemo, more chemo. Yeah, intensive chemo. Intensive chemo um, in the hospital. It wasn't a uh, wasn't a regiment that he would go to to the chemo center and come home. He was admitted into the hospital because it was round the clock the f- chemo. Right. And he had to. Um, it was a seven day regiment, which he had and then he would have to stay in the hospital for a few days because what happens with when the chemos attack the tumors the tumors burst Mm. and they sometimes they bleed and then sometimes they you know so they would cause seizures and Mm. he would have more seizures Multiple. Multiple seizures. So he had always ended up staying yeah. in the hospital after his chemo regimen and because of the, the seizures would come back. Got it. So that was September 2018-ish, right? Yes. Correct. Okay. And what has the last basically two over two years been like? Um, it's been hard. It's uh, been hard to get where I am now. He he also after he spent September 2018 through no through December in the hospital in the hospital mm-hmm. pretty much having chemo because the tumors kept returning. Wow. Um, and then the, his oncologist got in touch with the renowned oncologist of testicular cancer in Indiana and 
they both agreed that the next step for Steve would have to be a tandem stem cell transplant because they've been successful with the transplants. And what does that entail? Um, basically, um, they like the month before I go in to take my stem cell treatment, like they uh, take uh, my cells and separate the good cells and the bad cells. Um, luckily, I have a lot more good cells. So when I went back for my second uh, stem cell and um, they they had enough good cells to um, to do the process over. Right. They 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 retract the blood, like Steve says, the cells, and they store them. And got it. So they they have they need to store them, and so when he goes in for the transplant, they have his blood uh, and his cells prepared. And got it. Transplant entails uh, chemo prior to being transplanted. Mm. And chemo um, kills everything in his immune system. Right. So it allows the new cells to come in and. Basically, I was born again. Yes. Well, thank goodness. (laughs) (laughs) But so seemingly that procedure has stopped the reoccurrence of any tumor since then okay thank goodness well and so he forgot to he forgot to mention that in january after he left the hospital actually after he left the hospital uh in december at the end of december beginning of january he had to have um Full brain radiation. Oh, full brain radiation for fifteen days prior to the wow. stem cell transplant. And what kind of effects does that have? That can't be like good. No, 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 no. It doesn't have uh, good effects. It does a lot, you know, it, it, because Steve, because of the stroke and all the seizures, S- Steve has always tried to rehab but with the seizures it it was one step forward a couple steps back in rehabbing and then the brain full brain radiation unfortunately kills the bad cells in the brain and the tumors but it also kills good cells in the brain unfortunately i'm still alive (laughs) no no no, but yeah Steve has overcome. I'm not complaining. No, Steve has <laughs> overcome um, so much um, adversity, uh, and he is truly <laughs> a force to be reckoned with. Because, as you has said, um, full brain radiation can sometimes really hurt a person, but not Steve. Steve is yeah so it's funny because I'm from the same area as you all in South Florida I graduated from West Broward and Paola had reached out maybe wondering if I had known you and 
I saw that we had similar friends. Who knows if we cross paths at a football game at a party? Who knows? But I just started following your Instagram page. And obviously, not that social media tells everything about a person. But just through what you post, you like your captions have humor in them. Like you can just see like the life in you. And it's so frustrating that humans are this way but it's by seeing a story like yours that you realize all these things that you think are a problem in your life are so silly and minuscule and there's people staying positive through things that you couldn't even imagine going through so I'm so glad that you are coming out of this and you your rehab looks incredible you're basically already squatting more than me so you're (laughs) killing it (laughs) but um, a lot of my podcast is really focused on mental health. And I'm so curious, honestly, for both of you, what was this like? And first of all, how old were you uh, in 2017 with your first diagnosis? So I just can't even, what does a 25 year old brain do the moment someone tells you you have cancer? Like I would think that's fake. Like how, Um, how could it be? Honestly, you said, it right i had no face i was just shocked no words um the the guy the doctor who told me um um come back at four um to see your uh, oncologist i walked out of the hospital immediately called my mom crying and um and um and then i i internalized it and i was crying more (laughs) but um in my first going to the first chemo session was hard very mm-hmm. hard. Um, in Cleveland Clinic, the chemo center was on the fourth floor. So um, I went to the bathroom, bawled my eyes out, and um, um, I had a guardian angel, uh, Nurse Giselle. Um, I was crying like when I sat down in the chair to take my chemo um, and um, she said to me the only way you're gonna get through this is having a good attitude and then I took her advice and got through it and um, like uh, uh, mentally, I was like, I'm going to get through this no matter what. I'm going to have fun with it. Try to, um, I was, huh? Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm, I, I'm trying to get through this strong as I could. And I would take a art class and music class 
that really helps. Um, and then I'll, I got through, the, like I said, and that's uh, how the first rodeo um, happened. Um, the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, I uh, don't know how, um, but every day was either I'm going to battle this or die. So if I die, I'm going to go out um, kicking and screaming. And and I had I always have God in my in my corner, so I just believed Him in Him, and I got a great 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 village around me. Yeah, that's so important. I was actually listening to a podcast today with a doctor and. He said the only treatment that has ever been proven to help with every kind of cancer is positivity. And I want to be very clear. It is not to say that positive thoughts heal cancer. Please go see a doctor if you're listening to this. Um, But it is so important because there is a mind body connection. So if your mind goes, your body's going right with it. So I'm so glad that you were able to pull that out of yourself, especially being so yeah. young, I think it's even harder to get your mind right. Cause you're still developing just as a person. And now you have to deal with something so yeah. severe. Now, obviously you've been in a lot of physical rehabs. Um, is any part of that uh, like counseling or mental health focused, or are you just focusing on physical therapy? Right. I talked to a uh, therapist uh, once a month and uh, I do ther- uh, physical ther- therapy three, uh, five times a week every day basically okay awesome and what types of things are you working through with the mental health counselor like what is kind of your main battles or focuses from a mental health perspective? Um, or, or like when, when I was really going through it, um, there's not much I can say. Um, but when I get, got better and better, I, uh, started, like um, thinking positively all the time, and th- and that's why. Um, sometimes I deal with um, depression, and mm-hmm. um, I uh, meditate. And, um, like, uh, I try to always think positive, but sometimes as a human, you're going to, um, sometimes 
you're gonna be depressed and angry and um mm-hmm. why me where why me but yep. i stopped saying why me a long time ago um actually um um my brother and my mom came into my room and they told me um um if you don't believe in yourself you're gonna wither away and mm-hmm. i uh took it to heart and that's why that's why the village we have is so important cuz if like if that didn't like um if that um if they didn't see uh say that at that time um when i was going to my physical therapist like for the first time and um and uh and they didn't say that um i would have prolonged my uh progress a lot i i believe and and that's why i'm here Absolutely. And what does the kind of recovery path look like for your physical rehab? Is there a goal or is Um, it just kind of following your body's, you know, kind of what your body tells you or? I still have a lot of work to do. Um, I'm my ultimate goal is to get to get back to being fully functional and um, that's my goal to be fully independent so that's wonderful and I see you getting there quicker than any of us would so I I'm excited to keep watching your progress now, what is going on with this documentary? Whose idea was it? What's um, the hope and the purpose behind it? Um, to like um, the first the Jeff Jeff Pete the first person to contact was my best friend's cousin. Um, Jeff and Pete, um, they presented me the idea to do a documentary on me. Um, uh, I thought it was a great idea. Um, and then a little later, later, Paula Powell contacted me. And I told her that um, Jeff and P were already doing 
a documentary on me. And they uh, collaborated. They came to my house and collaborated. And uh, my goal through this documentary is to, to inspire and help others to get through whatever they're going through, especially cancer, and to inspire and help and educate. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And is it still coming out February? I think that's what Paola had uh, told me. February third. It's uh the awesome. trailer is coming out. Is it trailer? Your mom said, is there a trailer? How do you know that? <laughs> okay, so wait, February 3rd, yeah. the trailer comes out? Okay, awesome. And where is the documentary going to be accessible uh, through? Where can people um, watch that one? Out? Uh, Instagram, YouTube, um, Facebook. That's amazing. I'm so excited to watch it. Now... Is there anything that you want listeners to know as far as any fundraisers you're doing? I know I had seen a GoFundMe. I don't know if that was still active. Basically, what are ways people can get involved to um, continue to help you through your process and access you, keep tabs Um, on you? The uh, GoFundMe is always active. (laughs) And and, um, um, it's... Like, uh, anybody can DM me on Instagram. So I don't have a uh, Facebook or Twitter, but I have an uh, Instagram. Okay, perfect. And when this comes out, I'll make sure to link your Instagram and the GoFundMe so people are able to see that. Um, I just want to give you or your mom a chance for any last points, last messages, anything that you think is important to share. Um, I I would say um, um, if you're going through whatever you're going through, what uh, what it might be, you can do it. Like you can get through it, be a better person, come out a better person. So that's the main goal of this documentary. To educate, to educate, awesome. To help someone else in who thinks they're in the same situation. Um, The cancer that Stephen has um, afflicts young men from the age of 15 to 30 and wow if steve could help a a young person or anyone really going through cancer um it it will then the goal will be accomplished because cancer is not just it's everyone's disease. If, if it afflicts a person in your house and happened to be my son, 
then it, it, it afflicts everyone because it changes your life forever. And if the documentary or the podcasts or his Instagram, if it could help anyone and like I said, educate, help, inspire, it's, it'll be a very good accomplishment and a very good goal to achieve, especially for the young, for the young male who sometimes do not want to discuss what's happening with them because they don't know who to turn to. Of course. Um, right. One more thing. Go get checked. Yes. <laughs> Go get checked. So don't be too proud. Yeah, don't ever be too proud. Don't ever be too proud not to get checked. It's a simple thing. So it could save your life. Yeah, save your life. Yep, and I think yeah. with males especially, Either. they're so uh, doctor yeah. resistant Correct. for some reason. <laughs> And it's so, so important. I think women sometimes are on the other end where if we see one weird thing, yeah. we're at the doctor for no reason. Um, but it's it definitely requires just thoughtfulness. And like you said, not being too proud or thinking that just because you're a certain age or of certain health, because cancer especially kind of has no, no origin so much of the time. Like, exactly. Like there was... No, it's not that you were a smoker, a drink, like you were 25 years old and an athlete. So if it could affect someone like you, it's obviously someone that it's something that unfortunately can afflict anyone. So unfortunately, it doesn't discriminate. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you both so much, Steve. You are an angel on earth. I'm excited to continue to watch you please keep posting i get literally excited when i see you working out um it also motivates me because when i think i don't feel like working out you're sitting here killing it so please keep sharing your message and posting it i'm so excited that paola put us in touch so that i can help spread your message for you and i will definitely continue to post and share updates on your behalf especially with mm -hmm. the documentary coming out and that's it. I appreciate you and your mom, Thank Cynthia, you, mom. so much. We appreciate and you having us. Absolutely. I, absolutely. I hope we'll stay in touch. Thank you so much. We will. Thank you again for having absolutely. my mother and I on this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you want some more of me or are interested in my life coaching services, you can find me on Instagram at Let's Fucking Talk. And I would absolutely love and appreciate it if you could rate, review, and subscribe to my show wherever you listen to it. And I will talk to you next week.